we've been celebrating Juneteenth for a number of years here in Milwaukee, as you all know, but this is only the second time in the city's history that we at the, at the city, at the local level, have raised the flag and made it an official citywide type of event. And so we are really excited that I, uh, we get to do this today. And I want to thank all of my colleagues who are standing in solidarity and support with us, some of whom you will hear from today. I promise we will make this brief because it is about the day. It is about the flag and the history behind it. So with that, I'm going to give you just a little bit about the flag, and then I will kick it off to uh, my other colleagues. So the controversy, or the question, I should say, is, uh, is always around, the last year it's been around, what is this flag? What does it look like? Why is it not red, black, and green? So I'm gonna give you just a little bit of history on this so that we can report it properly and we can continue to educate our community. So the Juneteenth flag symbolizes freedom and justice for black Americans and African Americans across this country. This is our Independence Day. So the colors of the flag are similar to the United States flag because all Americans are able to understand and recognize the importance, uh, or should be, uh, recognize the importance of the African American history. So we are Americans, we are African, and we are blending together. So it was purposeful to have the red, the blue, and the white colors for the Juneteenth flag. It was deliberately chosen by Ben Haith, who, uh, and, uh, who along with others collaborated to showcase the African Americans were always Americans even throughout slavery. The black community is one with America. The colors were chosen to further the notion that Americans uh, must ensure that citizens of all have access to liberty and justice. And so it is a noticeable feature of the flag is with the star and the arc. The star is another collaborative effort commemorating the United States flag, which represents black people free in all 50 states. The Emancipation Proclamation was first read and acknowledged in Galveston, Texas in 1865, years after it was signed. And so it, we were not all free on 1863. And so it is important that we take this moment and literally realize that this is our black history. This is our freedom, of, uh, freedom Day. And so it was celebrated by the, the freed slaves in Galveston, Texas in 1866. What they tried to do was to celebrate this day and commemorate it. Unfortunately, segregation laws and, and all of the culture at the time did not allow for that. So what they did was got together in a space that they could, dressed to the nines to combat the notion of slavery and raggedy, tattered clothes that they were supposed to be dressed to in, and decided to celebrate in their own way. And so we now have Juneteenth as a result. So make sure that you drink your strawberry soda, your red eat your red velvet cake, your strawberry cake, and anything red to commemorate the day. Because what they were doing with, with the red symbolizes honoring all those slaves who had died. And so today is not just another day. Well, June 19th is not just another day. It is literally our African-American Freedom Day. 
and so we are celebrating that we are excited and with that I will pass it over to our current uh, treasurer but our previous state senator who made it legal or who adopted it in the state when during his time so treasurer Cox come on up good afternoon uh oh, I'm gonna have to do you all like Malay like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. I need some backup here. Uh, this is our 50th Juneteenth. Give that a round of applause. And I'm glad to say I was at the first. Okay. And over the years, I was saying this is so great. This should be a state holiday because at the time I was a state senator. Uh, but First, we started in 1987 with uh, State Representative Marsha Cox, and our state wasn't ready for it, okay? So we kept coming, and we kept coming. And in 2009, Wisconsin became the 32nd state to make Juneteenth a state holiday. So now I'm the city treasurer. And I am glad to say that we are here today to once again raise the Juneteenth flag. And just like our ancestors raised themselves from the shackles of slavery after the Civil War, we are here today to raise this flag to put ourselves into the future after the pandemic. And we do that with the African word of Harambe, okay? So I wanted us to give three big Arambes to celebrate the raising of the flag. So if you're ready, let's do it. One, Harambe! Two, Harambe! Three, Harambe! Give yourself a round of applause. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Treasurer Cogs, for those remarks. Give a round of applause for Treasurer Cogs. Uh, a lot of folks tend to look at celebrations like these, events like these, and say that's a black thing. It's an African-American thing. But the truth of the matter is that the African-American story is intrinsically linked with the American story because it's a part of American history. When you go back to 1619 and the first people coming to these shores, um, you know, they, they brought folks with them here. Folks that look like me. Folks who toiled and who worked and who were enslaved and folks who from then to today built this country. And they continue, they continue to do that each and every single day. This is an event, the second year in the making here at City Hall with under the leadership of Alderman Chantia Lewis. And I want to give Alderman Lewis uh, a, a lot of praise, a lot of kudos here because this this, I think, is going to be one of those events that's going to last not just one year or two years. Uh, 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 Treasurer Cobbs just talked about how Juneteenth is 50 years old and going. This is going to be something that happens every single year for the foreseeable future in the city of Milwaukee, and that's thanks to Alderman Lewis's leadership. So thank you, Alderman Chantia Lewis. I, I, I was reflecting before coming here on a little history myself and looking at Harriet Tubman. And... Uh, a lot of folks may not know this, you know, Harriet Tubman's life was had two bookends. 
she was alive during the lifetime of the one and only President of the Confederate States of America, Jefferson Davis. And she also was alive during the time of one of our current modern presidents, Ronald Reagan. Jefferson Davis, Ronald Reagan. You know, and Ronald Reagan died, he passed away himself, uh, I, I believe in 2004. So that just goes to show, just, just goes to tell you that slavery, it wasn't all that long ago. It was not. It, it, it's, it's only a few generations behind us. And still there are things that we need to work on to improve life for African-Americans, people of color, uh, and so many other groups here in the United States. And we can't do that unless we recognize what happened in the past and celebrate things like this. Freedom for everybody. You know that Juneteenth was not started in 1863 when the Emancipation Proclamation was first signed. It's celebrated when the very last, the very least, the ones who were still enslaved learned that they were free. So we got a lot of work to do in order to lift everybody up so that everybody can enjoy that sort of freedom. So thank you very much. Happy Juneteenth. And thank you to Alderman Shantia Lewis, who I'll pass it back to now. Thank you. Only Alderwoman Lewis can get me to speak without even prompting me. Uh, but my name is Jamal Smith. I'm the Violence Prevention Manager for the City of Milwaukee Health Department Office of Violence Prevention. Uh, definitely an honor to be here, a part of this historic celebration. And what I really think of when we talk about Juneteenth is people really recognizing that there is no America without African Americans. There is no America without African Americans. So the fact that we are here now in a space where we are celebrating the full liberation of, of black people uh, by acknowledging Juneteenth is definitely worthy celebration. It's a worthy time to, to be excited, but at the same time, we can't be complacent because we understand that as much as we celebrate Juneteenth, we also recognize that there are injustices that are still happening that black people are still experiencing. So we use this as a means to say, although we've reached a plateau, we have ways to go. So uh, what I really want people to think of is as we are commemorating Juneteenth Day, as we are celebrating, as we are having a great time this weekend and moving forward, don't let this be the only moment that we think of the ways in which we're able to truly change the lifestyles for all people, including African Americans. Don't let this just be symbolic. Let there be some substance behind the ways in which we're moving towards a direction where all people are able to fully live a high quality of life, right? It's all about laissez-faire, right? Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But we understand that there are people who haven't been able to experience that, most notably African-Americans. So we use this day, we use Juneteenth Day as a day to recognize that there was some form of liberation, but we also know we've got more to do. And we're going to continue doing that as a city, from grassroots all the way up until the, uh, to the mayor's office and on the state level and the national level. That's what prevention looks like. In order to truly change what the conversation about violence prevention, that we have to think different than we have been and start looking at better ways to improve the quality of life for all people. But with that said, I'm definitely honored to be here. Looking forward to the celebration. Happy Juneteenth for everybody. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Jamal. 
So I just want to say a few quick final words before we do what we came what we came here to do, and that uh, I would be remiss if I did not honor my colleagues who are not here. Uh, because of scheduling conflict, they were not able to be here, but were really saddened by the fact that they were uh, not able to help raise the flag with us. So I just wanted to quickly shout out uh, Alderman Hamilton, who is working hard for the city, Alderwoman Coggs, who is working hard for the city, Alderwoman Dodd, Alderman Stamper, and Alderman Rainey, who are still working hard for the city, but uh, our heart, their hearts are with us right now as we are uh, about to raise this flag. And I just want to end on this note. We, as we're celebrating Juneteenth this entire week, and especially uh, this weekend, we want to make sure that we are remembering those that came before us, remembering our ancestors that we lost to help us to get the freedoms that we have right now, and remembering those who, and honoring those who are still fighting to this day to ensure that we have quality of life for all. So that is what this, this moment, this Juneteenth looks like, celebration and liberation. And so as we begin to raise the flag, I want to just say a big old happy Juneteenth, city of Milwaukee. We are going to celebrate and then we're going to get back to work. So let us raise the flag.